Welcome to Evolve to Succeed, the podcast that brings together business owners, leaders and experts to talk about their business journeys and provide them with invaluable insights and explore the link between personal and business success. I am your host, Warren Munson, founder of Evolve. I have previously founded, grown and successfully exited three businesses in the business services and technology sectors. I have a passion for helping and advising businesses and seeing them succeed. We all know that leading and running a business comes with its own unique joys and challenges and Evolve provides the advice, guidance and support to the business, you and your teams on that journey, be that if you're starting, growing or looking to exit or step away from your business. We do this through our Ignite, Thrive and Optimize programs and services, which includes strategic advice, coaching and mentoring, leadership training, funded business support and so much more. If you want to learn more about Evolve, then please do go to evolveadvisory.co.uk or connect and message me on LinkedIn. For now though, let's just get on with the show. Welcome to another one of our special quickfire episodes, this time on the topic of sales and winning and retaining new business. With me for this critical conversation today is Christy Davis-Sumter, MD and sales expert at Zest Consultancy, a sales and customer experience consultancy that aims to help clients win new business and retain loyal customers. Clearly, sales and marketing is one of those core expertises that any business needs to master to become successful. But with so many options and routes to go down, it can sometimes feel like a confounding and intimidating landscape. I was really therefore keen to have a conversation around the topic with someone who really was an expert in their field. Some of the topics discussed include marketing and sales issues in SMEs and how to address them, key strategies and tactics to stand out from your competitors, common challenges in winning new business and how to overcome them, and also emerging tech and trends that businesses should consider utilizing, including AI and the role of data and analytics together with Zest's own approach to winning new business and retaining clients. I really hope you find this episode beneficial. Welcome, Christy, to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Welcome. Thank you, Warren. Uh, really looking forward to our conversation. This is going to be one of our shorter episodes where we pick an important topic for business and discuss it in some depth. Um, so the topic that we're going to discuss is clearly your area of expertise and zest area of expertise which is sales so let's start with one of those questions you know what is the distinction christy between sales and marketing okay so good question from a perspective of a small business i think that actually the lines get a little blurred because people wear multiple hats and so quite often someone is doing all the marketing stuff as well as the sales stuff but you know i think that if you looked at the true definition marketing is is uh, you know identifying and warming up ideal customers for your business and then when it becomes a sort of marketing qualified lead and that could be because they've interacted with your website or they have downloaded x number of pieces of content they become someone that you would see as a good fit for your business that then moves it over from being a marketing qualified lead to something that sales will then pick up to qualify those customers and then take them uh take them through the the sales pipeline stages to convert them to become a customer 
Brilliant. Great explanation there. I've got that now. Got it in my head. So <laughs> do you see when you're working, you know, typically our listeners and typically the businesses you work with and we work with are SMEs, they're entrepreneurial, they're owner managed. Um, typically, do you see the issue in those businesses being a marketing issue or a sales issue or fairly equal across the pattern? If I'm honest, I think it varies by business. Some businesses do have their own marketing person who's dedicated to do that. But I think some of them still have challenges around how marketing can support your outbound activities, sales activities. And so if you sort of go back to the traditional methods of marketing, people aren't maybe as experienced as they need to be to support sales and aren't maybe as confident in the ways that we could use to outreach, to go out to get inbound inquiries as well as you know doing some sales outreach so you know going out and finding new opportunities and using the different tools so i think some businesses are trying to to do too much and being all over everything which means then they're really trying to sort of that scattergun approach whereas if you have that really focused approach to your marketing activity all of the marketing activity is going to complement the sales activity that you're trying to achieve. So as long as you've got some really clearly defined objectives of what you want to do, then it's mapping out that sales and marketing approach to be able to deliver that. So I think some businesses just don't have enough salespeople in the business or are recruiting the wrong people. A account manager is not a business development manager or you know a sales development rep which is what a lot of people are using the term sales development rep for people who are doing sort of that cold outreach you know going out and cold calling customers or or socially selling you know in a cold manner um and you know that if you if you try to merge those three roles together it just doesn't work the skills that someone has as an account manager um, versus the skills you need for a business development are quite different and you know i understand in smaller businesses people will will go for a hybrid role but people are always going to have a preference to where they spend more of their time and if you need more business but the person you've recruited loves account management you are going to have a bit of a challenge because there's only so much more business you can get out of your existing client base so i think sometimes it's about the roles that people are recruiting people into and it's having the right roles for your business what do you need and then think about the roles that you then have in the business so i think it's a mix i think sometimes that you know the challenge will be that there is no marketing done so sales are literally having to do everything you know cold or they've got marketing but maybe not enough salespeople. So I think it's a mix of both. Okay, I suppose that's the way of the world, isn't it? And in a competitive market, you know, what are some of the key strategies or tactics that you looked for and would you recommend for a business to stand out to be able to attract new customers? Oh, I think there's a combination of things. You know, you've got to think about your sales and marketing that, you know, they do go hand in hand. So you need to be working on building 
both the top of funnel stuff. So, you know, building that awareness, getting that interest and and then being able to take that that step further. So, you know, sales are then trying to identify those, qualify those leads and, you know, converting those customers. But it's doing it in different ways. So, you know, it is competitive. People are saying now that, you know, it's anything up to 80% of the decision-making process is made before they even engage with your company. So if that's the case, I mean, that's the top end, you know, of of that, you know, even if they're only engaging at 60%, that means that they're relying on the content that you're putting out to make those decisions. So if you aren't putting out content, whether that's, you know, through a LinkedIn newsletter or on your LinkedIn profile or through any email campaigns or, you know, blogs or your website gated content, whatever it is, if you're not sharing that with your audience, you're not showing that you are. Um, you know, a person that they would want to do business with, you know, you're not educating your buyers, you want to educate your buyers so that they think, you know, these people are thought leaders in this, they understand it, they get their audience, they get me and they get my challenges, so that they will then, you know, choose you over, you know, your competitors. So it is thinking differently and approaching those sales channels differently. You know, one of the things I incorporate is video into some of my prospecting. And not everyone's comfortable with doing that, but it's about putting yourself out there, taking it from an impersonal email to, hey, this is me. Thank you, because that's a really interesting statistic, isn't it? That 80% you know, of, of the influence mm. in the decision being made before. And I suppose that sort of, does that go away from this old adage then that perhaps some of us still believe in that people buy from people and people buy off the basis of referrals? Or do you think they still buy from people and they still buy from referrals, but they want to do their own validation before they enter into those conversations? I think referrals still count. You know, we benefit a zest from a fair amount of referrals from different people throughout our network. And, you know, those ones are much more likely to convert than others because the person that's referred you, you know, knows that other person, they trust each other. And it's all about that trust, isn't it? Someone's got to know, like and trust you. So that is still, you know, it's still the case that referrals are a great way to get business in. But in terms of you know, is it about people buy from people? I do think people still buy from people, but you've got less chance of making an impact. You've got to get them to that percentage before they even engage with you. But of course, you know, if if you're a B2B business and you're on LinkedIn, they can get to know you a bit because if you have videos on there, you have lots of content on there, they can start seeing you as an individual rather than just a company. You know, they want a personality. Yeah. And is, that's interesting. So we're, we're kind of going off at a tangent, but I'm going to need to go here now. Um, is the <laughs> LinkedIn piece, I assume would, you would you know, be a very much a kind of person that would say you need both the company profile and be pushing the company profile as well as that of the key people in the business. And they need to work in concert together. Yes, I think you need both. But the trap that I think some businesses fall into is that so many salespeople in larger organizations share the company content. So it'll go out on the company page and then you share it. How am I going to get to know you by you sharing marketing Mm. content? 
because that's generally what goes on to the company pages. Absolutely. It's very marketing brochure type of content. And unless you're a brand like, oh, let's use Innocent Smoothies as an example, who has a real personality, it is a bit flat and it's not always very exciting. And so, so I think that salespeople, you know, I see it a lot where people will call me in and say, we need help with prospecting. And I will look at the individual's sales profiles and they have no voice. They just like other people's stuff, occasionally comment, but there'll be no, none of their own posts. Uh, all they'll do is reshare company posts, but that doesn't tell me anything about you. And it doesn't show me that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely get that, understand that. And I suppose we're starting to move on to some of that theme of, you know, what some of the common challenges are that businesses face when they go out there and try and win new business and they engage in some of these sales conversations. So obviously you're an expert, you help businesses, you consult with businesses. What are some of the challenges that you do see and perhaps some ideas on how to address those challenges, Christy? I think the biggest challenge that I see has got to be that outbound selling, um, people being quite scared of doing it and I think especially you know post pandemic people were used to having um you know pre-pandemic they were having lots of inbound leads and everything was working for them and then it all got thrown up in the air but if you're a one-trick pony and that's what you've always relied on your sales team become people that are used to just being fed and they don't know how to go out and hunt and it you know, it put a lot of sales teams into turmoil of how do I actually get leads? Because I've never done anything other than the way I've always done it. Phone calls weren't working as successfully because people were hybrid. And and that's still the case now. You know, there are still those those hybrid workers. So actually getting someone on the phone is not as easy as it used to be. So I think the, one of the biggest challenges businesses are facing and the thing that we get asked the most about is around the, that sale, that outbound selling. So, mm. you know, identifying their prospects. And, you know, I would say to everyone, it's about having a plan. You've got to know your audience. You've got to know, you know, anyone can buy your services. But the reality is, who do you want to spend you know, your time and money trying to target? So, you know, it's refining that. It's refining that audience, understanding how you're going to go about what are you trying to sell? You know, is it a service? Are you getting appointments or are you trying to sell a particular course? Whatever it is, but then work out how you're going to do that. So having a sort of sales playbook of all the different plays you're going to put in place at each of the stages and having content that's available to you. And then, you know, when you do that, you know, you, you need to set some targets so that you can constantly review, you know, am I being successful? Is this working? You know, definition of insanity is keep yeah. doing the same thing, but getting, you know, not getting a different result. So, so it is about thinking about the plan, set your targets, have that playbook in place. And ultimately, if your team aren't trained to do this, and it is not something they've done before, then get some, someone in to train your team. You know, give them the confidence and the tools to be able to do what you want them to do. It isn't something, you know, sales is a skill. It isn't something you can just pick up like that. And, you know, approaches are changing. They have really evolved over the years. And if you're not using them, you're going to get left behind. Yeah, definitely. And I can see that. And I can see that if you have that approach, you have the playbook, you deliver the training, you start to become consistent, don't you? And therefore yeah, you can start to day. measure. Yeah, you can start to measure, yeah. adjust, 
do things differently and do, and do all of those things. And I, I suppose when you look at, you know, a small business, a small business, they might, we've talked about the challenge of people multitasking and if you can afford it, don't have people multitasking. But, you know, sometimes it is the owners of those business that are the lead salespeople. Sometimes it is somebody internal. Are you a believer that everybody can be trained to be able to sell? Or do you think there's certain characteristics and attributes that a good salesperson needs, Christy? I don't think everyone can sell. And there's sometimes, you know, during a training course that I might say to someone at the end or the, the manager at the end, you know, I've given them all the tools. It's now about mindset and, and changing their approach. But you can show everyone what they need to do, but it's whether they adopt it. Sometimes people will think they've got a better idea. And trust me, you know, there's always it's always about experimenting. It's, you know, it's it's try something. If it doesn't work, review it, refine it and then repeat it. But it's the people that won't embrace change and do things differently that um, are going to have those challenges. But no, I don't think everyone can sell. And I also think it's really unfair to ask people to sell when they haven't had training. Mm. Um, it isn't about having a nice personality. And as long as you're bubbly, you'll be fine. You know, it, that doesn't wash. No. It doesn't wash at all. And it's it's really setting someone up for failure. And so for me, it's really important that businesses do train their salespeople. If you want to get the best results, you can't just keep beating them with a stick. You know, give them the tools to do the job and to succeed. And, you know, you will reap the rewards as the business owners yourselves if you invest in that sort of types of that type of training. But I think there are just some people that just weren't meant to do the job. Okay. Perfect. Very honest answer there, Christy, as, as ever. Um, and in terms of technology, we you know we touched on LinkedIn, haven't we? We had a few minutes discussing LinkedIn just now. But you know, what are you seeing in terms of emerging technology, emerging trends that perhaps businesses, you know, need to now consider in terms of utilizing in terms of their sales system, process, playbook? I think anyone that hasn't already embraced a CRM, a client relationship management system, you know, needs to take that on board. You know, they've been going for nearly, what, 30 years, I think, or over 30 years. You know, they are a great tool and something to be embraced. They are going to make your life so much easier because you can put all of your client activity in there. You can schedule all your meetings. You can have workflows and automation. You can even do some of your marketing sequences out of some of these CRM systems now. So, you know, for me, the number one has to be that CRM. And I, I'm still shocked at the amount of businesses that don't have it because actually there's loads of free tools out there. So you don't even, so if you're starting your business, you don't even have to spend any money. You have to spend a little bit of your time to set it up. But if you go for something really simple, then, you know, you can, you can hit the ground running. You can build automation. You can put templates into it to make your life easier. But I think the other thing that's really evolving is how AI is going to get used in Sales and more and more of it is coming in. You know, some of the CRM systems now have functionality where it will, um, if you record your calls within the system, it will analyze them. And what it will do is showcase some of the most successful calls where you've won sales. So you can use them as a coaching tool for any new salespeople saying, look, these are the types of conversations, these are the words that are being used that are successful to make a sale and so using some of these tools within it but also ai in prospecting you know there are more and more tools 
out there. You know, HubSpot's just introduced something called Chatspot. And, you know, you're able to to build a database of, of new potential customers based on some, you know, some fields that you put in. And, you know, it will say, you know, do you want to add these to your CRM? Great. I'd wow. love to. And so we've mentioned HubSpot. Is there any other sort of CRM tool software that you think, you know, pro, that SME businesses should look at? Look at? There are a few others. So, I mean, HubSpot is obviously for a CRM, but there are things like Pipedrive and there's Zoho, which are just as good, maybe slightly lower ticket item. Um, you've got other tools. It depends how big you are. If you're a slightly larger SME, then things like, um, you know, there are revenues and sales engagement. So revenue intelligence platforms and sales, you know, sales loft do some sales engagement. So again, it will show you the activity that you're doing and what you should be doing more of and what you should be doing less of. But it's also putting that automation into place. So it's using tools that will allow you to do that. So so whether you're doing it in your CRM, whether you're using any email sequences you might do in MailChimp, so using their customer journey. So if the customer reacts like this, then they get the email, the second email sooner. So it's using as much automation as possible so that you do less yourself. It's kind of like having your second brain. Brilliant. And automation when you've only got a small team is the way to go, isn't it? Definitely. And if we can do that. Absolutely. Using technology and tools, that's great. And I suppose that does lead us on to that conversation about the role of everybody talking about big data, data being on tap, even if you're a small business. So what does the role of data and analytics play in a sales approach these days? It's a really, really big thing being able to make data-driven decisions. So the more information you have, the more informed you can be about your sales strategy, you know, your plans, your targets. You know, a lot of CRMs now, you can start putting people's targets into there. You know, you're analysing where your data, where your customers are coming from. So starting to look at which industry sector is performing the best uh, from, you'll appreciate this one, Warren, you know, who's who's paying the quickest, you know, that kind of information. So, you know, do we want to work with these types of clients that, you know, are good for cash flow, you know, they make decisions really quickly. All that kind of information can be used to see what you're doing well, what isn't working in the business. And then when you're building your sales strategy for the following year, looking at that to say, okay, so this is working really great. We see, you know, we can grow this by X percent. Um, But without that data, you know, no one wants to be using the Excel spreadsheets anymore. You know, most CRMs will do that for you. If you, you know, if you put the information in, you'll be able to get the information out. And there's, you know, standard reporting in all of them. But you want to understand what you're successful at so that you can just do more of it and that's how data you know will will allow you to do that yeah that amplifying of the good behaviors the good results the targeting of the right clients i can absolutely see and and understand that so as we start to kind of conclude our discussion and thank you for sharing your expertise with us you know what's zest's approach then to helping its clients win new business and retain clients uh, well, um, so in terms of how we help customers, you know, we have a variety of services. We'll either be working as a sales director on demand. So we'll go into businesses that either have that MD that wants to expand the team and, and grow 
a team um, will go in and put all the sales processes in place. So everything I've talked about on this podcast, we can go in and actually do for your business. And, you know, that gets them set up because as a as an MD, as we all know, you know, we'll do the process the way we want the process to be done, but we don't necessarily have it all documented. But when you repl- employ someone, you want them to follow a strict structure. So having all that in place means that, you know, you get that peace of mind and you know that you're going to get guarantees of, of the results at the end of it. So, yeah, so we will go in, do sales director on demand for either businesses that want things set up or for businesses that have sales teams that just aren't achieving the results results that they should be so we'll go in and we'll support the team do one-to-one coaching sessions and you know put those sales strategies in place put all those processes in place and then train the team you know that's the that's the you know I think the fundamental thing with any successful sales team is making sure that they've got the sales training that they have the knowledge then and the power to be able to go and and deliver the results that they've been you know asked for but we do we you know we run sales prospecting boot camps we do like one-to-one one sessions where we'll help you and support you do it all or we'll um we're running some sessions where we're doing a boot camp so it's over a four-week period or we um we're doing an on-demand version as well which we're launching at the end of the year and then you know for for smaller business owners where it might just be yourself that's selling we are launching well we're relaunching i should say our sales den program which is coming out in mid-january and that will be a subscription monthly subscription so teaching everything about sales and all the templates and the checklists and everything else you need that will just be there for you to to use on a monthly basis so you know that's how we support you know businesses but it's all b2b businesses that we work with sme b2b businesses brilliant christy thank you for that thank you for that you know pleasure sharing your expertise giving us some of the insights i'm hopefully you know that 20 25 minute conversation gives our listeners some insights um if they do want to make contact with you christy where can they go uh, if they want to email me, um, they can email me at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y, at zestconsultancy.co.uk. Or check me out on LinkedIn. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for your time today, Christy. Lovely to speak to you, Warren. Thank you for listening to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. My hope with every episode is that you've learned something new or heard something that challenged your way of thinking and further motivated you on your path towards becoming a more knowledgeable, informed and inspired individual and business leader. And don't forget, if you'd like to learn more about Evolve and the services we offer and how we can help you and your business confidently start, grow and exit, then please go to evolveadvisory.co.uk. Please also help and support this podcast by subscribing, liking and giving us a positive review on your favourite listening platform. Thanks for listening and see you next week.